Young people have always been at the center of the gospel and close to the heart of God. In these youth-targeted messages, Bishop Edwin Ogo delivers the principles of the Word of God in a down-to-earth style the young people are able to relate to and enjoy. Bishop Edwin Ogo is the head pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, OEB Cathedral. Join us now as Bishop Ogo shares the Word of God.
Are you excited for what is coming? Hey, I can't feel excited, people here, because there is no energy in your shout. Number one, I can't see any shakings. I can't see any movement. I can't see any shoutings. I'm wondering if it's, this is a youth service, but I'm so excited to hear the lovely voice of God. Are you ready for the lovely voice of God? No, are you ready for the lovely voice of God? The amazing thing is that this lovely voice of God is not coming from any other, you know, it's not like some, it's not coming from me, you know, it's not coming from, you know, some area, Miss Ghana, Miss Area Madina, or Mr. Ghana, or whatever, Mr. Oibi. But this voice is coming through a vessel that God has prepared just for you, just for me. And the person I'm talking about. The person I'm talking about, hey, the person I'm talking about. No, if if you don't if you don't show an exercise, I mean, I, 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 I will introduce. Those on this road, I don't know whether the Holy Spirit is not here. I don't know, but I'm I'm not I'm not introducing it.
south. Now, I want to announce, some of you don't know, but this is not the only service we have here. We have two services. There's one coming up at 10.30. Yes, so if you are the type who doesn't like dancing and youthfulness and energy, 10.30 you can come. But here, in this service, you have to rock and move. And I see some rockers and movers. yourself in church thank him that he has brought you to a place of blessings thank him just lift your hands and bless his name all some things he's doing your life is changing you're never going to be the same again we bless you lord we bless you lord we thank you for this beautiful time in jesus name we pray amen clap your hands for jesus you may be seated. This morning, I don't know whether you call this a preaching, but it's just a piece of advice. But I bring you greetings from Botswana. It's a beautiful country. We have three campaigns Francis Town. Palape and Habaroni. Somebody will be having his honeymoon in the Otavango Delta. I said, I'm telling you that some of you, your honeymoon will be among lions and zebras. Receive one now. Receive a plane ticket. Yes. Beautiful time. Lady Pastor Nana Brago was with us. Let's invite her to come and tell us something about the crusade. Yes. She's a healing Jesus crusade member. Hallelujah. We thank the Lord to be back home. We had wonderful times in Francis Town. And Daddy said Palapi. You see, they mention it in a way. They say Palape. That's how they mention the name. Palape. And it was a wonderful time, especially to see people coming for crusades on mattresses. And by the time they are going home, they are walking. It can only be to the glory of the Lord. So I want to say that anybody paying for the Ben MP, please increase your 10 to 20. Because we need the money to go to places. And Bishop says something, Bishop Dark says something that if you pay the Ben MP, even though you did not go with us, you share in the glory of the work that he is doing. So put your hands together for the Lord and next week, give more for the Healing Jesus campaign.
God bless you. Clap your hands for Jesus. And soon, some of you will be on planes, at airports, waiting for your flights, at the boarding gates. I see you moving soon. Receive it. One. Yes. But before you go to the airport, you must go to the bus stop. If you can't stand at the bus stop to evangelize, you can't go to an airport to fly to no crusade. But today, I have a little message to just get us ready. Next week is Galatians 6, 6 Sunday. And uh, it's a very important time for us. Um, put up Galatians chapter 6 verse 6. It says, let him that is taught in the word communicate unto him that teacheth in all good things. Hallelujah. Can we have the New Living Translation please? Those who are taught the word of God should provide for their teachers sharing all good things with them. Amen. When you come into Christ, when you become born again, you will suddenly be confronted with many things. Say many things. You'll be told to pray. You'll be told to read your Bible. If you meet a pastor like me, he will tell you to serve God. If you meet a pastor like Bishop Kobe, he will tell you to break from that boyfriend giving you gonorrhea once a while. Are you with me? If you meet a pastor like Bishop Kobe, he will tell you to join the dancing stars, join majesty. No isolation. So, there are many, many things you have to do when you get born again. Say many things. Now, because you'll be told to pray, go to church, pay tithes, give offerings. Somebody just came and told us we must increase our BNMP from 10 cities to 20 cities. They'll tell you, go for rehearsals. They say, come for all nights. Get a, a, a podcast. Get Makane. Visit a member. Get Macarius. Go for a crusade. Go for an outreach. Say many things. Yes. Now, in the midst of the many things, I've, I've seen a nice couple here. When did you get married? Yesterday. Just yesterday? Where? Bread of life. So as we are here, we are thinking that we are praying, we are witnessing, we are paying tithes. People are marrying inside. Hey! So, so come, 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 come.
Say many things. Yes. Come, come and stand here. Yes. Are you 40 years? How old are you? Really? You must be very handsome. And how old are you? 27. 29. Bishop Kobe, you are looking at the flaming fire service. This is how the church has to be. 25, you are married. I married when I was an old man. I will never advise anyone to marry at that age. Yes. When you are marrying 24, 23, 25. When I married, I was 26. It's too old. He is 29. He's a grandpa. Yes. Say, grandpa, how are you? She is 27, so that's beautiful. So, ladies, we are going to find you beloveds. Take it one. Take it two. So, how was, how was the wedding? It was great. The wedding was great. Who preached? Bishop Kobe. Really? Um, Reverend Rogri. Reverend Rory. Rogri. Rogri. Where was, was the wedding? And Bishop Kobe was there? Are you in the gathering service? Oh, in the media. Yes, Bishop. One of those have been blasting. So, as we are doing the camera work, you are looking for a girl. Did you meet her in the sex or you knew her before you came? Before. Uh huh. And then, how was last night? I can't hear you. When I talk, do you hear? The one you talk, I don't hear you. How was last night? Last night was great. It was what? Great. How great was the great? (laughs) They are listening to you. The sex was great. How great was the great? <laughs> was it a great invitation? A great service? Great what? Great sex. Great sex! Receive your honor! Take it one! So what advice will you give this? Young guys, um, Bishop, I would, I would, I would tell them that it's a very beautiful thing to marry. And what is beautiful about marriage? To be with the one you love. And and that they should quicken their, their, their actions. Tell these guys, tell them, all these guys. Say something to them. They should, they should, they should tell them. Please, start, start gathering things together. <laughs> what should they gather? 
what, what they need to get the woman by their side. Quickly, quickly. Including the woman herself. Oh, including. I, I believe they already have. They don't have. Oh. See, he's disappointed. Then, 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 then quickly, quickly. Bishop, get them something before we eat. I should get them something. Your mouth. <laughs> Clap your hands. Your Mr. and Mrs. what? Chachu. Chachu. Oh. Clap your hands for Mr. and Mrs. Chachu. Say many things. Wow. Clap your hands for them. God bless you. So, so, you see, I was talking about many things. So, even in the night, some are praying and some are... Hey! While we are waiting on the Lord, some are waiting on their husbands and wives. Hey! So, so you see, say many things. Now, whenever you are involved in a life like our life. And of course, I've not even added going to school. Say many things. Studying. Because this service, you don't come with second lower for the university. No, 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 no. Your failure is second upper. We are into first classes. Say many things. When you write, Wasi, we are expecting eight A's. I mean, your failure is six A's and two B's. That is, you failed. You are a failure. We don't want the day fair, fair, fair. Say many things. So we are praying. We are waiting on God. We are learning. We are passing our exams. And all and on and on and on and on. Say many things. Now, when you find yourself, I'm ending the message now. Because the message itself is Galatians 6, 6. Now, when you find yourself doing many, many things, you stand the risk. And that is the risk I am talking about today. The risk of leaving certain important things unattended to. In fact, as you grow, you are going to find yourself... You see, a, the mark of a mature person is his or her ability to do many things at the same time. Like this morning, I didn't just come to preach. I've done site inspection. I've called workers. I've spoken to my four man or four woman. <laughs> we have organized things already. Changed things taking decisions. I've called a choir to face them. We love it too. You have to love it. There's another group I'm going to face. Say many things. Yes. When you mature, it is, you see, it is babies who play with one toy at a time. The baby takes a phone, puts the phone in his mouth, before you do the saliva all over the phone, like what Joel used to do to, her, to his mother's phone. <laughs> then when he sees something red, he puts the phone down and goes for the next one. And before you do the saliva all around it. Then he sees something yellow. 
and drops. So a baby just drops things and picks a new thing. When you mature, when you what? When you mature, you do many, many things. So if you are a baby and you mature, you must learn to play with seven toys at the same time. Say complex. Now, if you are not careful, you will leave certain things that are super important. And I hope that two of you are listening to me. Maybe I'm preaching to you, the two of you. Yeah. Because, you see, let me tell you. Can I tell you something? One of your responsibilities also as a mature, mature, mature person is to know that among the many things, which ones are more serious? Because when you find yourself doing many things, you, 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 you will discover that you are doing a lot of, of things which really are not very important but are necessary. But some things are very, very, very important. Things are not important at the same level. Matthew 23, 23. King James. Woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees. Glory to God. Hypocrites. For you pay tithe. Now, if your Bible is a good Bible, it is in red. There are people who say that Jesus Christ never talked about tithes. Today, you are looking at a teaching on, on tithes from Jesus Christ. He said, you pay tithes of mint and anise and cumin. These are spices. And we are going to see whether whether he said it is unnecessary to pay tithes. He said you pay, Jesus said you pay tithes of mint and cumin and anise and have omitted the weightier matters. Kashatabaya. I need two hours. Have omitted the Weightier, say weightier. Weightier matters of the law. What are they? Judgment. Mercy. Faith. These ought ye to have done. What are these? Judgment. Faith. Mercy. These things, because they had omitted them. You see, because... You are doing so many things that sometimes you lose sight of important things. That's why I'm talking to the married couple. Listen to me this morning. As a married couple, you'll be doing many, many, many things. But there are always what we call weightier matters. Weightier matters. (laughs) I leave the Lord to guide you. You must know. He said, these ought ye to have done. In doing the many things, they left judgment. They left mercy. And they left faith. Hey! 
Meanwhile, the ones they left were the weightier matters. You see, because they are heavy duty things. And if you are doing a lot of things, you would like to do a lot of the light weights. So you can carry a lot. Because one heavy duty one can take all your energy. So they dropped judgment. They dropped mercy. And they dropped faith. Makatula Maya. This ought ye to have done. And not to leave the other undone. That is, you do judgment and mercy and faith. And you don't leave tithing undone. This morning is not preaching. Because preaching is more than 40 minutes. This is, this is just advice. In your life, you need to wait on God to show you. Some of us are not doing many things. Life, the life that yields results is a life of many things. Yeah? You can't say because you're in the university, you won't do ministry. Say many things. Many things. And at every stage of your life, there are weightier, weightier. It means the rest also have got weight. But these ones are weightier. Weightier matters. There are weightier matters in marriage. There are weightier matters in parenting. There are weightier matters in school. Even in school, not all your subjects are the same. They are weightier subjects. You want to study medicine, you are joking with science. You chose the wrong one to joke with. Say weightier. So, see, the nature of the Christian life makes it difficult. It's a difficult life. It's difficult. You do this and this if you are a pastor under me, a regional head, a zonal leader, a central leader. I mean, you, you, you ask yourself, so which one should I do? Do all. <laughs> do all. Do all. Some of you sitting here have left certain things undone. You need to always ask God to show you which matter is a weightier matter now. Now. Today, Sunday. This month, September. This year, 2019. Which is the weightier matter? Because if you omit the weightier matter, you'll be surprised that you are doing many things, but your life is going wide. That's why today, Maybe if you were singing, would have made today and next week seller. Okay. When you are singing, there's a time you pause. That's what David wrote it in the Psalms. You see seller there. Seller. Psalm 21, 24. Seller. It means pause. There are times you must stop. In the midst of the cacophony of noises and voices, you have to stop. You need to stop. So you, say, you write the Psalms, ah, 
heart and say, Seller, stop, stop and think about what you are doing. Have you left something? So in the midst of our basenta center singing, go and do outreach, go and pray and so on. Maybe today is a seller Sunday. Yeah, you have to pause and ask yourself that. What weightier matter have you omitted? And you will discover. I'm happy that I am the one preaching to you this morning. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. I'm happy that I'm the one talking to you because if it was some first degree holder or a wasi graduate preaching to you, you may think because he couldn't do PhD, he's, he, 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 he envies people who have been to school. Yeah. But I've been to school. Listen very carefully now. Today I'm talking to you about something that is bigger than university. It is bigger than having long legs or a beautiful face. Today I'm talking about something that is bigger than being healthy. And that is The weightier matter called honor. Honor. Honoring somebody. Honoring. You will go to school. You will get eight A's. You will marry. Like our Mr. and Mrs. Is it Chachu or Chikata? Chachu. Yes. Mr. and Mrs. Chachu are married. You will marry. You will have children. But if you omit this weightier matter, you see that you have first class, but your life is going kev kev. <laughs> honor. So as you move on and on, you have to pause. Seller. And ask yourself, have I left? Honor is the number one responsibility. Your number one responsibility, if you can get honor right, you don't even need to go to school. If you can get honor right, you don't even need to have a beautiful face. You will marry. Honor. When you marry, like Mr. and Mrs. Statue, you have to, as you are moving on, Mrs. Statue has to stop and ask herself, am I honoring my husband? I I am, I'm going to give you a book to buy soon. Remind me, everybody here in this might have that book. The title of the book is Those who honor you. It's one of the latest books by our prophet. Those who honor you. Honor. Because if you don't get this one right, 
your face will be beautiful when you are finished. I know people who have married, but they are finished. People are first class, but they are finished. Because the Bible, which is the most important book, tells us to honor our fathers and our mothers that it may be well. It may be well. Not go to school that it may be well. There are people who have not been to school. They have more money than PhD holders. Honor! Your father and your mother. Time has already failed me. And I've taught you who a father is. That it may be well with you. And thou mayest live long. Live long. When you don't honor your father and your mother, you don't live long. You can, be, you can live up to 90 years, but you still don't live long. You see, it says that, that thou mayest live long on the earth. It also means living long in places of blessings. Like your boss likes you, likes you, and after three weeks he's angry with you. Because he has heard something about you that he doesn't like. <laughs> Shortly. You get a good job. They pay you $5,000 a month. No CDs. Dollars a month. You are there now. One and a half years. Some problem has come. It's like you will never remain in a place. You don't live long. You marry. We are all happy. Next two years, you are divorcing. Next two years, you are coming home. One brother, he had a very wicked sister at home. When they are hungry, she will be in her room. Cooking, not doing that. She had a stove. I'm not joking. It's a true story. She had a stove in her room. Cooking rice, cooking stew. And as the brothers are hungry, she's in her room eating. Then one day they discovered it. They didn't, she didn't say anything. We were, they were all in the house. And somebody came and said he's going to marry their sister. He said, Oh, okay, that's fine. They brought the thing, sewing machine, gold bars iPhone, iPad, money, panties, beats, uh, singer. I've ever sewing machine. Yeah, what else did they bring? Panties, brazier, cloths. Cloth. They brought everything. And one of the brothers said, he will advise us not to touch the things. Because he knows that she will come back home. He knows that they will come back home. So he, the money that he got, you know, he said, you keep it. His own sister. <laughs> you come back. Marrying is not enough. There is one thing that makes you live long. In places of blessing. Like some of you, if you don't honor your father and your mother, You'll be in this nice place. You're having a good... Oh, by the way, this church, our things haven't come on. Our things haven't come. When our things come, Obana Church. Yes. There's more coming. We are here, we are here now. Before you know it, you have left the church. You are following some boy. You've left the church. A place of joy and happiness. 
We are all happy we are serving God. You can't remain in one place for a long time. Why? Because there is a curse on you. A curse from what? A curse of not honoring your father. The title of the message I'm preaching today is Honor Relationships. Yes. There are relationships of honor. There are relationships. That's what we are going to do next week. Romans 13, 17. Render therefore to all. All. Say all. I'm excited. All the abuse. Romans 13, 17. Not to all the abuse. Tribute. To whom tribute is due. Custom. To whom custom is due. Fear. To whom fear is due. And honor. To whom honor is due. Now, let's go to the list. Say all. All means your friend, your sister, your enemy, your classmate, your colleague. Your younger brother, your big sister, your small sister. Say all. All means all. So, what are the things you owe to people? You owe people. Tribute. Number two, custom. Number three, fear. Number four, honor. Now, now, because, you see, it said, render to all their due. means that Everybody around you must be given something. There are some people you give tributes. There are some people you give custom. There are some people you give fear. My God. And there are some people you give honor. (laughs) Shatula Bagazata. So, 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 Bishop says, Giving honor is a biblical command. You are expected to give honor to whom honor is due. Honor is respect, recognition, placing value on the person. Honor. Now it says, not everyone is due honor. I'm reading. Not everybody is due or deserves honor. Some people don't deserve honor. They only deserve custom. Some people don't deserve custom. They only deserve fear. There is a category of people who deserve honor. Not everyone. However, Some people are due honor and must be given their due honor. If you don't give honor to whom honor is due, you will never have the right relationship with certain people. Great relationships flourish when honor is given where it is due. No honor, no great relationship. Honor is important in all relationships. But honor is critical in certain relationships. Honor is not that important in a relationship with friends, cousins, acquaintances, and schoolmates. 
they may be due maybe fear or tribute or custom. Honor is not critical. When you are dealing with your classmate, it's not a relationship of honor. Your relationship with your, with your, with your fellow singer is not an honor relationship. Your relationship with your boyfriend is not an honor relationship. Your relationship with your colleague in the bank, your colleague at work, is not an honor relationship. Honor is very important in your relationship with certain people. Who are they? With God the Father. God the Son. God the Holy Spirit. Your prophets. Your pastor. Your husband. And other such authority figures. Number one, honor the father and it will give life to your relationship with your heavenly father. First Samuel chapter 2 verse 30. Wherefore the Lord God of Israel said, I said indeed that thy house and the house of thy father should walk before me forever. But now the Lord said, be it far from me. For them that honor me, I will honor and they that despise me shall be lightly esteemed. First Samuel 2 verse 30. Some people honor their relatives more than they honor God. Some people honor their children more than they honor God. Some people honor their wives more than they honor God. God looks at the honor you give to others in relation to the honor that you give to him. He wants to be the most important and most honored and most valued person in your life. Yes. The energy you must give to God, you withhold it because of your beloved. Because of your child. Yeah. I know women who can't serve God because of their children. Today, Christians are honoring family. I said, go and get this book. And it should happen for the rest of your life because you will need to, if you don't honor certain people, your life will twist. There are some people you don't joke with. You can joke with each other. But don't try those jokes with your mother in the village. Christians are honoring family more than they honor God. They do things to please wives and children more than to please God because of this. The mission field and the harvest field lack certain quality laborers. All the quality educated and intelligent laborers work for the United Nations. They work for the banks. They work for the businesses. They work for governments of this world. The work of God suffers and has many poorly educated people with low IQs, idiots, are pastors. People couldn't pass their exam. I'm very happy I passed my exams. Bishop Kobe doesn't represent the average pastor. He's far. This cannot be that. The average pastor in this world, not Ghana or South America, the average pastor in this world is uneducated. In fact, most pastors are in the ministry because they don't have any other job. 
If they stop ministry, they are done. So, so, why? Because the rich guys, those who have got PhDs, the doctors and the lawyers, they want to honor banks and hospitals with their energy. So all of us are in town working and only idiots are pastoring the church. So they can't think well, they can't take decisions, they can't build great things. No! I'm very happy I've got a correct girl handling the choir, not an imbecile. Every young boy or girl in this church will go to the university. I'm telling you, if, if, if I have to pay your school fees, I'll pay your school fees to go to the university. When we finish, you come here and come and serve here. I will slap you if you take your wisdom somewhere. I should pay your fees and you go and work with Echo Bank. Nonsense. I know a country in West Africa that has at least 5,000 of its young men in the British Army. These young men and their families are happy to be sent to dangerous war zones like Afghanistan, Kosovo, Somalia, Yemen. Over the years, I've noticed how the citizens of this same West African country find it impossible to go on Christian missions to plant churches in countries that are even known to be much safer. Eli discovered the hard way that God would not stand to be honored less than his family. He was shocked. He experienced one of the most withering cases of all time, for honoring his sons above God. Go and read Eli. This is why, say, this why I'm writing this all-important book. Have I ever held mega church and said, everyone should have it? Have you ever seen me with loyalty and disloyalty that everybody should have it? But those who honor you, you must have it. You must have it. It's a weightier matter. You may think, oh, my, my church is growing. My church is blessed. I'm, I'm blessed because I'm a doctor. You have to go to medical school and see. Or I'm a man. Be a man. Go, go and buy testicles and see. You don't know what makes a person do well. Honor Jesus. And it will give life to your relationship with him. Matthew 10.40 he that receiveth you, receiveth me. He that receiveth me, receiveth him that sent me. Honoring Jesus is very important. Jesus is concerned about how you treat him. If you honor a man who is sent by Jesus, you are honoring Jesus. Next week Sunday, we are coming to honor a man sent by Jesus into our lives. And his name is Bishop Dagwood Mills. He is... He, 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 <laughs> We are pausing to honor him. If you honor Christians, you are honoring Jesus. In as much as you have done to one of the least of these, you've done it unto me. Today, I want to tell you, one of the people you must honor. Mark 6 verse 4. But Jesus said unto them, A prophet is not without honor, but in his own country, among his own king, in his own house. 
and he could there do no mighty works, save that he laid his hands upon a few sick folk and healed them. Because of the way it was written, because your mind is not properly developed to understand the English, so I'm asking them because of you, they should put up New Living Translation so you, you understand it. He said, a prophet is honored everywhere except in his own hometown. So when you get the privilege to be near a prophet, it's like your, your life is a prophet's home. He's close to you. You give him water. You help him. You, you are near him. You are near him. You see him every Sunday. Watch out because you are the, 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 the typical person likely to dishonor that anointing. Always, it is people from afar. So these days, I tend to put on my pages with my workers, church workers, messages I receive from afar. Yesterday, I put on the page a message I received from China, Namibia, South Africa, India. You see, because when you are near something, it is very possible you can fall victim to this pro- prophecy. Some of you respect your friend's father more than your own father. But next week Sunday, we are making a break with foolishness. We will not allow assemblies of God pastors to honor our prophets. We will not allow strangers that the Bible calls dogs. To eat the food of the children. Who allow it? So he said, most of the time, children are hungry and others. The people who are benefiting from my advice, they're not in this church. The people who are building large congregations with my podcast are not in this church. I, I put on the page yesterday that if, if, if you were to go back just to the things I've said on the pages, not, there, there should be no bus center here coming to church with half bus. Every center should be luxuriant. But our problem is that we don't honor the, the, the greatness around us. I am going to lead you. We are going to honor our father next week Sunday. Everybody. We honor. There are many ways to honor. That's why I said you must get that book. There are many ways to honor. One of them is to honor with your substance. You honor with your substance. Hmm. Jesus Christ, because he was not honored, the power in him did not flow to them in Nazareth. That's Mark 6. He just healed a few headaches. Meanwhile, he was walking on water in the same Maxx. He was feeding people with bread. Mysterious bread in the same Maxx. Sick people were lined up on the streets like flower vases. And each of them was recovering. Say honor. I'll end here. I'll continue next week. My time is up. We've had a good service. What was, what was the summary? The summary is that 
life involves many things. Some of the things are weightier than others. Your responsibility is to know which ones are weightier. Even the days of the week are not the same. Some are weightier than the others. You need to know which of the days is weightier for you. Which of your friends is weightier for you? And says, render to all. Everybody around you deserves something from you. But not all deserve honor from you. You need to know the people who deserve honor. So that you don't give honor to a person who, who, who you must give tribute to. And give custom to a person you must give honor to. Next week, me preach beer. You stand to your feet and let's close. Lift your hands and let's pray. Pray and ask the Lord to speak to you. Yes, ask the Lord to speak to you. Shekulaba kalabra satula, shanike loma sande kaliba, paradaza mayatakata, masata bayada bayandala baba, makateli baba. Every eye closed, every head bowed. Everybody close your eyes. Everybody. Today you came to church. Maybe you've not even seen a church like this. Where people sing songs of the 60s. And a pastor who preaches like this. Ah, why? Is he angry? Is his wife disturbing him at home? Why? I'm not angry. I'm bargaining for your destiny. And if you are here and you are not born again, it's one of the weightier matters. <laughs> you see, you can be in church and dance and play instruments and so on. To be born again is a weightier matter. It's a very major matter. No, no one should forget Matthew 23, 23. That's a verse which, de- which deals with weightier matters. Close your eyes. If you are here and you are not born again, only say, Pastor, pray for me. I want to give my life to Christ. Every eye closed. You want to be born again, just lift your hand. I'm going to pray for you. Yes, I see your hand. Lift your hand. It's a weightier matter. We've come to a serious matter. To be born again is very important. Lift your hand high. High. I can't see your hand. High. High. Lift it high. Yes. If your hand is up, come to me in front here. Come. Quickly come. Quickly. 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 Fast. God bless you. Clap your hands for them. Encourage them as they come. Beautiful. Stand here. Thank you. My dear. God bless you. Lift your two hands. Let's pray. Say after me, Heavenly Father, I'm sorry for my sins. Today, I surrender my life to you. Please forgive me. Please have mercy on me. I declare that I am born again. Thank you, Jesus, for my great salvation. Say, I will not joke with my salvation. Say, I have been a fool, but I will be a fool no more. I'm now wise. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Amen. Beautiful. Please go to our pastor here. God bless you. Clap your hands for them. And uh, please share the communion. Father, I bless the elements in Jesus' name. Amen. Brother, sisters, 
name we bless you for this communion we are grateful for the opportunity to participate in your body and your blood we thank you in Jesus name Amen 